Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows, and today we're focusing on just one of the nonprofit organizations doing fantastic work around the Upper Cumberland. Today I have a fairly newer nonprofit, and that is the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. I have with me Amanda Drake, the founder and executive director. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to hear about you. Like I said, you are a fairly newer uh, nonprofit in this region. Talk to me about what started the vision for this. Okay. Um, so my husband and I, we adopted two children out of foster care in 2014. Um, and then after adopting the two children, we had three biologically. You got a full house. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, and so we were a little busy for a few years with young kids and everything. Um, and then in 2019, um, a friend of mine, Autumn Weitzel, who is also my ex- assistant director, she was fostering. She became a um, foster family, and I began to see their needs um, because my husband and I, although we adopted out of foster care, we were never um, like an open home to where we took kids regularly. We just fostered to adopt. Um, but I began to see the needs that she had as kids would come and go in her home, Um, You know, this week it was maybe she needed a car seat. Um, And then a month later, they took in different ages and they needed boys clothing or or whatever. And so the needs were always changing. And um, I would try to help her as I could. But I just began to see, okay, this this is a need, you know, prepare for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can't try to hoard, you know, Mm -hmm. things for all sizes, both genders, you know, all the time. And so um, the Lord just really put it on my heart to to start something like this. And I had a friend in Florida who had started a foster closet. So I knew what it was. Um, You had a model to go by. I did. I had a great, my mentor in Florida um, who has adopted 10 kids. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Through foster care and different um, things. So she, you know, would talk to me about a foster closet. And so I began making phone calls um, in our area and with DCS to say, Hey, is there anything like this? Would this be beneficial? Um, and got a resounding yes, of course. Um, so you did your research. Yeah. You knew that we needed to have support or else, you know, you don't want to open something that, you know, was only a need for a few select people. Right. Okay. And the, the closest one, there's one in Murfreesboro and there's one in Nashville. And so I, I began to talk with a lot of different foster closets in different states and here and, um, and they all operate differently. Um, and so I got together with some friends and said, Hey, this is what, um, I feel the Lord calling me to do. And two weeks later, we had our first building. Now, when was this? What year? Um, this was in 2019. Okay. And we first started out over by Victory Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a warehouse over there and we quickly filled it up. I mean, like 2,400 square feet. Pure full, donations only. Pure donations. Um, and we were filling it up pretty quickly, but we had no air conditioning <laughs> and we started in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were there for six months and um, that was through JNS Construction. They were our first donors, really. Um, they gave us a great deal to be there and um, big support. So then we began looking for a bigger space um, and something with air conditioning. Yeah, and, it's definitely uh, key. <laughs> and we moved into your old building over on Willow, okay. um, the old radio station. And um, quickly after we moved in there in, in January of 2020, um, then, you know, the, the tornado hit a couple of months later. Yeah. And we became a relief center um, and just started saying, hey, we've got clothing, we've got whatever that tornado victims need. And so we became a relief center and through that got overloaded with donations. And in that space, we have um, 4,800 square feet 
and we filled it to the max. Just kidding. I, I mean, would think it would be the opposite. So many oh people needed stuff so they would deplete your sources. You, you But our community it. was so great that mm-hmm. we were just overloaded with donations. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome job, Upper Cumberland. Yes. I'm talking again with Amanda Drake from the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. I want to direct you to their website, ucfostercloset.org. It is a great website. A lot of info to take in there. So, Or you can also find them on Facebook. I'd love to read your mission if that's okay. Sure. Uh, it's, it's short and sweet, um, right to the point. To provide materials and support to foster families in the Upper Cumberland region. Literally, that can be anything from, like you said, car seats, supplies, toiletries, um, clothing, anything that you can think of um, as you have foster parents that are taking in children of all ages, all genders, all needs. Mm -hmm. Um, They are coming with usually what's on their back and Mm -hmm. not much else. And these foster families who are really doing so much to open their homes to these kids and and give them some love. They need some support. So we have a few more minutes left. Um, What are some other things that helped you? you know, get it set up. And of course you are set up in your new location on Willow. Um, How does it work? What's a typical day in the UC foster closet? Okay. So our main um, open day is Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And on Saturdays, that's when we have volunteers. So anybody that wants to get involved can come volunteer on a Saturday. Um, And then that's when we have open shopping for our foster and kinship families. Um, And just, you know, we say foster, but we're also open to kinship parents. Explain Um, what that is. So a kinship could be doesn't necessarily mean they're related to the kids that they're caring for, but it could. Um, and then also like a like, grandparent or aunt or uncle that's mm-hmm. taking a child in. Okay. Yeah. But it, kinship can also be people that aren't related. Mm-hmm. Um, just they have a connection to the family or something. Um, but also we do focus a lot with grandparents because what a lot of people don't realize is when grandparents take in their grandchildren, um, if they choose not to go through DCS or whatever, then they're not going to get any assistance none whatsoever no no state money no assistance um and so they they need some help as well and so we do help grandparents which sadly there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot raising their grandchildren Mm -hmm. um and so we help them um we help adoptive families um for a year after adoption just as they're still kind of getting on their feet and Mm -hmm. transitioning um so we we help anybody that we can um anybody that can provide paperwork showing that they have kids in their care that are not their biological kids we're willing to help okay um and so saturdays are your main day okay they come in on saturday they show their paperwork um and then we walk them through show them around um go over the guidelines we do have some shopping guidelines um of how much they can take what they can take just so that we're not taken advantage of because mm-hmm. um, you can imagine that happens. Um, so we go through all that with them and then they, they get to shop for free. That's great. And you said free. Everything, Everything is, free. is free. And a, a big thing with that, again, ucfostercloset.org. What does it take to be a volunteer? Is there a prerequisite as far as your age? No, um, we're probably one of the few nonprofits that allow children to mm-hmm. volunteer. Come in with um, their, their parents mm-hmm. or their guardians. Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, my kids are always there. My kids are there playing or helping. Um, and volunteers can bring their kids if they need to. We have a, a toy room um, that's set up for either foster children that are coming in um, to shop or volunteers kids. So it's a great setup. Um, And it's teaching people who want to volunteer and young children. uh, Mm -hmm. That's an easy way to give back. And starting them early in that mindset is you might have everything in the world, everything that you need, but to donate a few hours of your time is Mm -hmm. so worthwhile. And what are your hours on Saturday? 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you guys are located at 259 South 
Willow Avenue here in Cookville. Uh, I'm going to talk more with Amanda Drake when we come back from the UC Foster Closet. Welcome back to the chat. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows. We're speaking with Amanda Drake. She is the mighty founder and executive director of the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. This is definitely a new uh, nonprofit in the Upper Cumberland region, but it's not new around the nation. She went out and found someone and some others that she could model hers after. And you said a lot of them operate differently, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, how does yours operate? And I, I assume you guys can change and ebb and flow as you see the needs of your right. clients as what they need and try to provide that to them. Explain a little yeah. bit more about that. Um, so the foster closet, you know, is going to be something that per- meets the needs, you know, the basic needs, the clothing, the shoes and all that. Um, but we wanted to go a little bit above and beyond and really encourage the foster parents because my heart is yes we want to meet the needs and provide the clothing and stuff for the kids but we want to encourage and support foster parents because what they're doing is hard Mm -hmm. it's very hard and um, statistics show that um, oh I just forgot the percentage but a large percentage of foster parents quit after the first year you're kidding um now that could be because hard. they adopted it mm-hmm. could be for different reasons um but a large percentage is it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard emotionally it's hard financially all the things and so we want to see that number change we want to see people sticking in it because they are supported um so we do different events we host um events we this year, we took on a staff member that um, is focused just on foster parents, and she'll give gifts. You know, she'll pick different foster parents throughout the month and show up with, um, you know, maybe a Starbucks gift card or flowers or just anything to say, hey, we see you. We see what you're doing and we're supporting you. And we're here for you if you yeah, need us. Don't absolutely. hesitate to reach out. Absolutely. And so we do things like that. Um, we do events specifically for the kids. Last year, um, before COVID hit, we were able to pull off an event. Um, it was called Be Beautiful, and it was specifically for girls in foster care. Um, and what we did, we just took a day and we pampered them. They showed up. They got a free haircut and style. They got their nails done. They got makeup. I bet they love. They got it. new outfits. We had local boutiques donating brand new outfits. This is so fantastic. And they got jewelry. And then we had like a photo booth set up where they mm-hmm. got to take their picture. And then they made a craft and took their picture home, you know, just to remember. And we talked to them. We had speakers come in and talk to them about their self-worth, inner beauty, and just like how much God loves them. Mm-hmm. Even though they may not think their circumstances, they may not feel seen, but that that God sees them and he loves them. And so we did that event last year and it was phenomenal. I mean, just to see those girls light up and feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was truly amazing. Well, because the foster family is obviously doing the best they can and and welcoming them into their home and, and making sure they're, you know, getting their school and, and being fed and proper, mm-hmm. you know, you know, education and all that good stuff and nutrition. But we don't know the background of each of these child, each of these children. And you guys are providing a time for them where they feel special. They're right. seen, they're loved, and and that's commendable. So yeah. that is and then we weren't able to do a, an event for the boys um, through the summer, but we're planning that for this summer. We don't have the details yet, but we're planning an event just for boys, which is going to look a lot different than it did for the girls. Yes. <laughs> you can imagine it's going to be outside and be something physical. Certainly. Um, and dirty, probably. Dirty. I yeah. say dirt has to be involved. For the boys. Um, so we're working on that. And then we, um, then we try to focus on the parents, on the foster parents and the ones that are doing the hard work. And so this year we are doing what we call connecting families. 
It's every single month. We partner with different businesses or churches in the area um, to host and provide this event. So we ask churches or other businesses, hey, will you host the event? provide a meal and provide childcare. Okay. Um, that way the parents can, the families can come. They can, the children can be taken care of. They have, you know, kind of a little bit of a respite time mm-hmm. and they get to connect with other families. Typically, how many families do you see for this event in your, in your vision? Yeah. Anywhere from five to 15 families. Okay. So nothing too extravagant. Mm-mm. So even if you find a place that can host it, maybe you can find another business or if you're out there, you're an individual, mm-hmm. uh, you want to, donate the food um it's a very easy thing to do and you're thinking about having it sometime this summer or early fall no we do it every month every month so we so far we've had um local churches host and then we did one at imagine foundry um Mm -hmm. they hosted so the kids could play and the parents could hang out um and then in june it is at with sprouting yogis and um stage one okay good um so they're hosting so kind of providing some entertainment for the kids while the parents get some time to to talk and fellowship Mm -hmm. um because with covid and everything um the classes that they would typically go through or the meetings that they would have with foster families is not happening um except online Mm -hmm. so they're not getting that that time together um so we wanted to kind of step in and make that happen. Well, that is commendable. I'm again talking with Amanda Drake, the founder and executive director of the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. I love how you are providing, of course, everything physically to them that they might need, food, clothing, uh, toiletries. But in addition, you're you're walking alongside them and whether they can come to one of these connecting, you know, families events during the month, um, they might come to the next month. So they Mm -hmm. you obviously need folks to step up and sponsor the location, sponsor the food. And then how easy do you guys find that people are donating to you all so you keep that foster closet up and running and full? So no matter what age or gender that you have a closet full how many you know how much donations do you need yeah so the upper cumberland is great about donating things Mm -hmm. donating the things that we give out um we have no trouble and there's been so many times where we have a need for a crib or a twin bed and if we don't have it we post on social media and say hey we need a crib and within a day or so we have really? three cribs okay so follow the upper cumberland foster closet on facebook and, and look, instagram okay mm-hmm. and instagram and they can they can share now of course you have things like car seats and cribs and you know blankets and all that 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 stuff is there any other things like toys that you all ever need or we rarely need toys okay. <laughs> we have a lot of toys oh, good. yeah we get a lot of toys um clothing and we do now only take what's in season okay um I loved what you posted online on your website. If I can interject here, uh, it's a donation drive and you guys are pretty consistent with it. Each month you have a specific item or section of things that you need. So June 2021, new socks, panties, underwear and bras. And these are all ages, right? Yes. Basically newborn yes. up to what? 18, 19. 18. Yeah. So adult sizes, adult really. Because sizes, mm-hmm. you never know that the size of the child. So um, call them if you have any questions. Um, their phone number 240-3448 in July. You guys are looking for for school supplies because you know in the upper cumberland we go back to school so early mm-hmm. and in august it's the favorite things explain that um so as we said we we provide all the basic things for the kids um but when we have teenagers come in um if you were to ask a teenage girl what her necessities are they're gonna be a little bit different yes. you know than a child and what what we see you know like makeup 
for them, that's a necessity. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we want to provide the clothing and the shoes, but we also want to be able to provide other things Mm -hmm. like face wash or makeup or jewelry. Um, So anything that is your favorite thing, what you couldn't live without that you maybe take advantage of or take for granted, Mm -hmm. um, bring those things in. And it could be a special toy. You know, ask your kids, what are your favorite things? And let's provide those for the kids in foster care. Well, you've given us lots to think about, lots of things we can donate. And I will be right back with Amanda Drake from the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. Welcome back to the chat. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows, and I have been enjoying our conversation with Amanda Drake, the founder and executive director of the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. Please follow them on Instagram and Facebook, Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. Their website, ucfostercloset.org. They are located at 259 South Willow here in Cookville. Their big hours in the summer are Saturdays, 10 to 1 for dropping off donations or if you need their services. They are a registered 501c3 so they um, tax deductible donations that is what we're going to talk about here is funding of obviously every service and item that is provided at this nonprofit is free to anyone but you have a staff you have rent what other Mm -hmm. things that you need to to budget for yeah um and as we talked about we do events um and usually we try to get sponsors for those events and things. Um, but we recently opened a new location in Warren County in McMinnville. Um, because we serve the whole Upper Cumberland region, we have foster families that are driving an hour to an hour and a half to come shop on a Saturday. Whoa. Because it's that important. It's that beneficial to them. It's worth the hour and a half drive to come get clothing and shoes for free for six kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes a huge difference. So... Um, we started a new location in, in McMinnville, um, servicing those counties. And um, we are already operating there. We have a storage unit to store the donations and things, and we're meeting the needs of families there. However, we don't have a permanent location yet. We don't have, you know, a business location. Um, so we're working on that. But once we have that, it's going to be, you know, more rent, more things more like that. Yeah. And what size of a location in McMinnville area are you looking for? Square footage and, you know, obviously you want it accessible to the road right. so people can find it. Um, but what is your kind of your recommendations that you would love um, to have? At, probably at least 2,000 square feet would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now we're in a storage unit that's tiny. So, so I mean, take anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll take anything. And um, we do have one that's a possibility. Um, so we're kind of working on that. But again, just the funding. We we recently did a fundraising event um, called Chips for Charity, and it was fantastic. And we raised some money. Um, but still looking for a little bit to to hit our our yearly goal. Um, what is your yearly goal? Let's talk. Let's talk numbers so people can realize how they need to dig into their pockets and give to this five hundred one c three. It's tax deductible. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, we're we're shooting for fifty thousand. Okay. Um, for the year, and that's going to help us provide. Um, obviously pay our bills for the mm-hmm. month um, because it's not cheap. And then we do the events. We are giving, you know, gift cards and things to families. Sometimes we provide a meal when a family takes in four kids overnight. You know, maybe we give them a Chick-fil-A gift card and say, hey, dinner on us, right. you know. Spur of the um, moment type things. Yep. So, or if we need a bunk bed immediately for a family. If we have the budget, we go buy that, you mm-hmm. know, if we can't meet that through donations. Um, and then we currently don't have any paid staff members. 
Um, oh, wow. Okay. So volunteer basis. It's but, completely I mean, volunteer. And we'd love to get to a place to where we can do more for the families and all that through possibly a paid staff member mm-hmm. um, so that we could be open more, have more open hours and, and do a little bit well, more. Certainly. So if you're out there and listening, of course, we'll always take your donations at the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. Um, this is clothing, uh, toys, uh, talk about toiletries, everything you could think of. If you are bringing a child into your home, maybe you found out an hour before that you're you're getting two kids coming in your home. Think about everything you would need uh, to take care of that child mm-hmm. um, and get that into your head. And of course, keep those donations coming. But monetary donations gives them so much more freedom. Mm-hmm. They have a safe way you can donate on their website, ucfostercloset.org. If you want to underwrite or sponsor any of their events, sponsor meals for their Connecting Families events each month, they would love and enjoy those donations. Um, you have something coming up, of course, going back to school. Most kids need what? Shoes, <laughs> shoes, shoes yep. and more shoes, all ages. So, of course, you guys have infants through, you know, 18 or adult sizes. So but mainly thinking about all genders, any kind of shoes you can donate or gift cards to some of the sports stores in the area or Walmart. They will take them with open arms, correct? That's right. Okay. Um, so for our back, we're doing a back to school event. Um, and for this event, we're going to be focusing on haircuts yes. and new shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if you are a hairstylist in the area and you might be interested in partnering with us for this event, um, contact us through any of our social media, our website, email, um, or give us a phone call. I love that. So you can get them looking good for school and um, have new shoes so they can feel uh, confident. We, yes, feel confident is the main thing because mm-hmm. school's tough, um, especially for kids that might even be going to a new school. And that's um, the case a yes. lot of times. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about the tax-free weekend. I know they usually do that around the Upper Cumberland. That's the, usually the week before school starts back, right? Yes. Okay. So tax-free weekend this week this year is July 30th. So our event's going to be the weekend before, um, just so we're not kind of competing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be doing our event July 24th, but details will be on our, our social okay, media. Okay, very good. So um, at, we talked earlier about volunteers. This is one nonprofit where uh, you can get every age to volunteer. If you are uh, retired or if you are young and healthy and want to get out and volunteer, you can help them organize their stores, um, help them f- you know, sift through the donations that yes. come in, I'm assuming, organize mm-hmm. them by gender and age. Um, and also you can bring in your kids to volunteer. Mm-hmm. I have kids that who love to volunteer for things like Food to the Rescue and a few of those others because there's not many kids can volunteer. Right. So start them young, uh, teach them that giving back is so, so important. So the mission of the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet is to provide materials and support to foster families in the region. Uh, we've got about a minute left. What else do you want to share with us, Amanda? Um, McMinnville, we talked about your no yes. location and funding. Um, we basically need you all to step up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that we can continue doing what we're doing for the families. Um, but the biggest thing is, again, just keeping up with us on social media or our website. Um, we have events in mind for the year and that we've got one planned for June. And I don't have all the details finalized yet, but just to keep up with our social media so that we can um, put those events out there. That's great. And so obviously foster families are so in need of just that support you guys provide 
you know, walking hand in hand with them, guiding them through it, and also providing the actual things they need to get through. Amanda Drake with the Upper Cumberland Foster Closet. It has been an absolute pleasure. I want to thank you and your staff uh, for everything you guys do each and every day to make this walk in this journey for some folks and what you guys do for the kids, because it's all about the kids. Um, They are the future. And I know that sounds like a cheesy statement, but they truly, if they have a good foundation, they can do all things right. Absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us, Amanda.